Hello, this is Roy Lilly. You know, I use Apple. All Apple. The iPhone, the MacBook, iMac, iPads, iPods, the whole i-shebang. I even press my socks with an iron. I do it because Apple stuff works, connects, stores, and sorts itself out. I used Microsoft until Windows 10. I couldn't get it to connect with a brand new HP printer. I tried downloading drivers, turning it on and off, hours with a helpline. I gave up. I bought my first iMac and wow, it worked right out of the box. Transferred my window stuff and asked me if I'd like to connect with the printer that was sitting sulking on the corner of my desk. I was hooked. Microsoft was at a low point. I wasn't the only person to switch. They were struggling with launching Windows 10, a huge technical step change, and at the same time trying to support Windows 7 and Windows 8. Trying to do two things at once, cranking up dual running costs, it never works. In the 2000s, Coca-Cola had troubles trying to migrate an IT system and run a new one at the same time. They fixed it, but it was a huge investment. They had to buy their way out of problems. It's not just IT companies. Walmart threw millions at trying to transition to an online business while still operating physical stores. Skanska, the construction company, got tangled up trying to move from a traditional building technique to some sort of modular thing at the same time. Rolls-Royce tried shifting from its traditional engine design technique to one based on digital technology and simulations. It drove them into a big headache and a bigger bill. Now, all of these case studies will be well known to MBA people and business qualified readers. But in plain English, you can't ride two horses at once and you can't spend the same pound twice. Simples. It's at the root of NHS change problems, shifting services from one setting to another, coping with dual running costs. For example, hip operations. We do just under 80,000 a year. If they're uncomplicated, thinking terms of about 10,000 quid each, if the patient is older with comorbidities and been lying on the floor for hours, the cost racks up. How many are preventable? Well, we could ask each surgery to compile a list of people in the at-risk group. We could go and see them, provide aids and adaptations, a stair lift, bathing aids, and persuade them to take up the carpets. We could improve diet and awareness, fit alarm systems, keep in regular contact, visit once a week, phone them, spot signs of deconditioning, and act. Could we avoid a third of operations? I don't know. But if we did, it might save 240 million. Why don't we do that? Well, the answer is Walmart, Rolls-Royce and Skanska and Windows. Dual running costs and trying to do two things at once. If we took the money hospitals spend on hips and gave it to the GPs and community teams, it might work. But in the meantime, what are the trusts going to do for money? How do we fund dual running costs whilst we see if it works? And, by the way, where are the community granny watchers going to come from? Daft idea? Well, it's the latest policy concept from Silly Boy Streeting. He was speaking at the King's Fund annual thrash. The think tankers know all about the problems, and in their post-event press notice they tried to 
do a Kelvin Kiptum and put as much distance between them and silly boys as they could. King's thinkers know the NHS needs a period of stabilisation, proper funding, workforce revitalisation and to become a reform-free zone. Silly Boy actually said he plans to divert money from hospitals to GP surgeries and beef up local clinics. I know, you couldn't make it up. He argues that preventing ill health will ease the pressures on emergency service. Of course. But Robin Hood is a fairy tale, not a policy. The NHS is struggling from 10 years of flatline funding in the years running up to COVID and now faces three more years of drought. A shortfall of $4.3 billion in its budget for 21-22 financial year. Most ICBs are mired in legacy debt. Around $10 billion in backlog maintenance. A workforce crisis that's likely to last 10 years and will cost millions to fix. Streeting said, Reform, rather than cash, is the route out of this current crisis. He is dangerously naive. Promise me. You won't let him near a medicine cabinet. Never mind the NHS. Promise. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly, and I hope we'll speak again soon. Bye-bye now.